In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's like Radio 2. I appreciate you and you are valid. <laughs> you are valid. I appreciate you. Thank you. Welcome to Josh Pugh's Court Heroes, uh, where I'm joined as ever by my friend and co-host, Connor Kent. Hello, Connor. Hello, Josh. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm great, man. How are you? Yeah, doing doing well. Thanks. Doing well. That's good. I've, uh, I've noticed you've got a sort of a bit of a thing going on, on up top. Yeah, big t- I had a haircut, mate. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> my uh, my barber did it for me. Oh uh, yeah, I say barber. Naturally, she is uh, she's my cousin who works in a female hairdressers. Right, I call my barber. <laughs> There's a lot of people referring to saying my barber now, aren't they? As yeah, if they've got a relationship with this person that cuts the hair once a month. Yeah, was as if they're just not another pair of sideburns, <laughs> and they, they actually give a damn about you. Are you going once a month? Uh, I'll go about every five weeks, mate. Actually, so you're keeping it up. Yeah, I just have it thinned out. I just say, th- I just say, thin this out, and I say, just give me a tidy up. Yeah, and then, uh, but it's it's a very um, lot of old women in there getting getting the colour on. Nice. My nan goes every week to have a haircut. Really? No, not a cut. She has a perm every Saturday morning. Was it a wash and a blow dry? I think, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? That's immature. <laughs> Come on. She uh, yeah, she goes every Saturday. She's like the first one in there on a Saturday, but then by Love Monday you. it looks terrible. Like, it looks really bad. You're not like, telling her that, are you? She, well, she, she's, she needs to go every Saturday. By Saturday, like, you think, oh, hey, you're done every, oh, every yeah. week. So but you, then by the way, she's like, yeah. up it to twice a week. Cause this is, yeah, if you're getting it done on the Saturday, yeah. and then by the Monday, it looks like nothing's happened at all. You've only got a benefit of 48 hours. Yeah, and then she don't go out on a Sunday anyway. Really? And just just doing it for herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably to make herself yeah. feel good, or that kind of thing. Do you, is that why you do it, or do you do it to keep sort of the... the just to look up, just to keep the on brand, yeah. Just to keep the women interested, and to keep, <laughs> and to keep the fellas interested, whatever, whoever, yeah. Uh, as, with long as, they're, with, as long as they're listening, with anyone, <laughs> at any time. It's quite, you've got uh, you've got a strong look, Connor. That's Thanks, a mate. bit more traditional. Yeah. What's that called? Is that like a sort of a fade into a keep it long on top, please? 
because I like to sort of brush it over. Play, I love the idea of please as well. Yeah. Oh, you always got to be polite. Yeah, even if it's hypothetical, you still be. <laughs> yeah. you, still, you need money, money, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, you don't want to. Sort of, <laughs> you know. uh, who have you got for us this week, Connor? This week is Lou Teasdale. The stylist, Lou Teasdale. And influencer. Yeah. And businesswoman. All round good egg. Yeah, good. Some, does, some, does some great things, Lou. So what are you going to ask? Lou Teasdale, Connor. Um, well, probably, probably the only question that I ever really remember being asked by a hairdresser, and that is, uh, "You going anywhere nice this year?" I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> How was your holiday, mate? It was good. You look good. I see all of your holidays are on Instagram. It was like full fam, twenty six of us, too many kids. Oh wow! Nan and granddad. So, all the right. drama. Like half the hotel. Yeah, there was a lot of us. And we, like, arrived. I just started somehow arguing with the hotel manager straight <laughs> away. And he just went straight in with a sexist comment. Oh, oh nice. He, he literally just said to me, you just can't win with women. Wow. <laughs> and my, dad, my dad's face was like, has he just said that to her? <laughs> and he, 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 like, pulled him aside and was like, you, you're not going to win this, mate. She'll stand <laughs> I feel up like all he's night. brought a lot of baggage to that conversation, yeah. hasn't he? He's had, he's had it to do it over before he's got to work that day. <laughs> it was not okay by me. So it was, it was. I think, the only holiday ever. Because even when we get, like, free holidays and they want posts and stuff, and then normally it's just a great hotel or we'll get great stuff. So I've, I'll just post where we go anywhere to show followers, yeah. you know, where we mm. are and what we're doing. And they didn't get one... I just wouldn't tag them. I just refuse to because <laughs> of that comment. It's like um, it's like having an extra currency, isn't it? Yeah, like the social completely. media following. Yeah, so we had it with um, we've had it with a few holidays, but actually, what it what's not very nice about it is, is we always win because we'll just go in with, with it. We'll just use it, and it's so embarrassing. But my sister will just be like, "They're just not giving me the money back." And she's just gonna have to do a tweet. Yeah. So and and we'll always we'll always get there. But it sort of makes you realise how consumers just get completely ignored and yeah. they would lose that. Yeah. It's... It, when it's stuff like that, stuff winds you up so much, doesn't it? And also you could just massively abuse that if you wanted to. We do. I wonder if that's the same with, with like money. You know, if it wasn't social media, if you're just like, I'm mega rich. Mm. You know, people say, I'm going to ruin this business. You'll never work again <laughs> in this town. But it always comes about from because you're going to lose a couple of grand. Yeah. You know, or mm. or a couple of hundred quid, and it's like an injustice. Where I reckon, I don't know if you're a millionaire, do you care? Yeah, I, yes. I suppose not. And it, yeah. And I think when you book things like that, you get treated nicer. Whereas mm. when you book holidays like this, you're a number, and mm. they come in with all their policies that are actually really not fair on the consumer. And whereas normally the hotels we go to, they're not like that. Yeah, so I yeah. get really, you know, I. Uh, I was like, if you're going to like a stag do or something to Europe, the first thing they do is like take, well, we're going to need 300 euros off you up front just in case you break stuff. I'm like, well, give me a check. Let me get in there. I'm not even in the hotel yet. Let me get in before we start. How often will you get a holiday like gifted? Is that the word gifted? Wasn't there a thing about a couple of years ago that you had to tell people when it was gifted as well, right? Yeah, we are. We do have to write yeah. on it that it is or just make it clear. Yeah. So like next week, we've got Villa and Ibiza. That was free. Mm. So they want me to say there's a competition <laughs> yeah. um, for the website that has all of it and they just let me choose the villa. So that was quite a nice one. That's awesome. Because yeah. I would want to go to Beethoven. Usually it'll be like 
So there was this there's this one at the minute with the Virgin Cruises where the China got all the influencers on. So yeah. a few of my friends are on it. Whereas I was a bit like, well, we were talking about the cruises. You'd been on one. The, yeah, and my yeah. friend went on, it's Virgin, isn't it? Vir- yeah. Virgin Cruises. Why he was on it, it said there was just loads of influencers. Yeah. And they yeah. said there were just... A lot the, of my mates were on at the minute. Just, mm. Everyone's just like so good looking, like it, frustratingly good looking. And so do you get it out of the way, Lou, when you get there? Do you get there, do all your pictures and then enjoy the holiday? Or do you just kind of live your life and do it as you go? No, I'd rather just get something and then ignore it. So I'll get I'll get something when I get there. Yeah. Because you just start yeah. looking shit by the end of the day. I'm not 20 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember your first thing you were gifted? And was that a big... So originally I was hair and makeup. So we would be gifted products. Um, because originally they would use experts for marketing, mm. not influencers. Yeah. So if you worked with celebrities, then the hair brands and makeup brands would use experts. So it would be like, oh, this celebrity's hairdresser is is endorsing our product. So that's sort of how I got into it because I took on one of One Direction's little sisters. She was only 16. She wanted to come and be my assistant. And um, I think where a lot of hair and makeup artists were quite like stubborn on what was happening in social media I had like a 16 year old with me showing me this stuff and so she I was supposed to be teaching her but I think she taught me a lot because I was like that's actually going to blow up that's sick that's a really good way to show how you use that and we never had that and I could see that it was a really exciting time for makeup and stuff like that so that was how I grew my numbers from the position that I was in um, and then started working with brands to sort of say this is what's happening because they would use like interns to do a bit of Instagram or whatever yeah. as if it wasn't important which obviously now that's changed mm-hmm. but it was so fast moving and like really parallel to like what was happening with One Direction and what I was working on while that was blowing up at the same time so that was sort of just how it got going and I just grew my numbers really huge out of yeah you've got like nowhere really you've got like over five million followers yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. I always just think when I see someone's followers on Instagram, I just think about how many people is that in like Wembley. That's a lot of Wembleys. It is. Yeah. What's the longest period of time that you haven't posted, or you you wouldn't you'd be able to get away with not posting? So I think where like, in, like if something has sort of happened, you know, like things in life mm-hmm. where like we've had any loss or anything like that. I'll not post for a bit because sometimes it just feels so insensitive when there's like bigger things going on. Mm -hmm. Whereas generally, it's just part of my what I do. That is like every pretty much every day. day. Yeah. 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 If you especially if you run a business, you wouldn't you wouldn't go a week without checking your emails, would you? It's just kind of just a different. Yeah. Well, you're quite regular on yours. Yours is a Monday morning new vid, isn't it? I do Monday morning. I do Monday morning, and that's just completely to suit my own. It's not. Built around any algorithm or anything. It's just I'm up early on a Monday and it's done and it's done. Yeah, but is it like in your head all week and then you've nailed it? So then you or do you like do a day and you film a load so you've got stuff and you're feeding it out? I've started trying to do that, but the best ones are always when it just occurs to you and you do it and put yeah. it out. That's always right, okay. when you try and plan it too much. It never. Yeah. It's like the audience can smell. Oh, this is contrived. This yeah. is I think what people like about it is when oh, it's like it's just occurred to him and then he's done it. And you must be doing something, performing it differently, where they can, they can tell. So yeah. then, how do you apply that to a stand-up show? So stand-up is completely different. Stand-up, you kind of got to take your time over it, and you've got to test it out loads. That's the only thing with Instagram. You're not until you your first. 
thing is posting it out. You don't know how it's going to go. You don't know if it's going to land. Yeah. Whereas stand up, you can test it in front of like twenty people and look. Like, oh no, this is this is good, and you can do it. So do you have people go that is just not fucking funny? Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no good then. <laughs> no, unless no, unless I've unless, but then I'm thinking have I just muted negative words on my Twitter? I think it yeah. might be that. <laughs> I mean, like mates. Uh, no, nah, mates are quite quite supportive. Really, it's more it's more if you do something niche and people don't understand. Mm. Like I've got one about wrestling. From like the <laughs> early noughties, and I, just, I don't think anyone's going to understand it, so I might, I might leave that. So, do you have like older stuff that you just cringe when you see it or not? I don't look at anything I've ever done. No, I, really. I, don't, I don't watch anything I've ever been on. I, I had yeah. a thing once. Remember when Facebook kept doing montages? It'd make yeah. a montage of your year. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, don't want to see it. No, it's your iPhone. It wasn't Facebook. It was like yeah. your, your iPhone would do like December twenty nineteen or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and mum was just a load of screenshots I'd taken of like shit jokes comedians have done on Facebook <laughs> it just look just, just look you know when you screenshot and send it to other comedians it, yeah. <laughs> it was just me like bitching from like a year ago girl but do yeah. guys do that right girls just do this thing where it's like is text so we don't now say is text we just screenshot the text and send it around the girls yeah. right do guys do that when she's text no no I don't think no. that's quite a vulnerable thing for yeah. a guy to do I think isn't it I would probably voice note my best mate and say what do you think about this you've got a respect for privacy there yeah. which we don't have <laughs> <laughs> is, is the am I right in thinking the grid is sacred on Instagram I was going to main board us today yeah wow, wow don't do that I feel scared about that, that's, that well, only that's if we get big, a decent enough picture five million so you need to put some time in five million people coming at us <laughs> that's too many yeah, that's daunting isn't it yeah. but is um so do you how much do you and do you, do you go back and delete anything you know some people yeah. won't let them I won't delete stuff because it's not engaged. I don't really bother too much with that. So mm. sometimes we'll be at like an influencer dinner and they're, they're really on it. Like they'll post. And so if it's not up to a thousand at the right time yeah. within like 15 minutes or something, wow. they'll delete it. Yeah. Because um, they're keeping their engagement. I mean, I'm sure kind of wants to ask this. What on earth is an influencer dinner? So, it's literally <laughs> so, a, a so dinner. what they do now is they invite <laughs> us out for dinner. Yeah. Who's they? The brands. Okay. Okay. So they'll host an event. Yeah. They'll put on a dinner. They'll pay some people to go. Some people will invite for the positioning. Mm. And then they'll give us the product, talk about the product. We do pictures. There'll be photographers there. Wear a nice thing. Yeah. See the other girls. It's quite fun. Yeah. Like a lot of the girls are just really nice and they've been around for a lot of years. And yeah. I think like a lot of industries. Maybe not comedy, actually, because it's so built on talent more, I think, with comedy, whereas ours, it's like the nice girls do stick around and the brands don't really work with the ones that aren't very nice. Interesting, that is. And so you do see the same people and it's Mm. actually quite a nice... It's quite a wholesome, Mm. quite a wholesome vibe, really. Like, there's a lot of, like, not drinking. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of lifestyle influencers and stuff now. They just get so popular. And there's the whole, like, be kind thing. I think yeah. they all grew, oh, yeah. grew through everything. And so it's quite, it's a nice crowd. Yeah. I always quite just quite like seeing everyone. And it's really regional. So, like, the industry used to be so London and cool. Yeah. And now it's, like, real people because they're who everyone relates to and not them. Yeah. And that's where I think social media's been quite good for talent. Yeah, they're, they're quite real. Yeah, I think that's what people... 
I don't know, this always seems to be like almost like from 10 years ago. So it would start to be a bit of a shift from yep. the Instagram, like the you know, Instagram influencers. You would see all of a sudden like the almost like the algorithm was pushing people that just seemed a bit more like normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot of relatable. I well, think. I think the, the consumers were consuming that and that's what's different from um, before where I suppose it was like print or mm. TV or however celebrities were chosen. They were chosen by... Um, execs or um, like senior staff yeah. sort of deciding what the consumer wants yeah. whereas now it's the consumers the which public, is why which is I think why like you know you have all these social justice movements and things mm. like that because before they could get away with the brands tv shows whatever could just get away with whatever whether it's offensive or not yeah and now these people are saying we're not having that yeah and it's actually it's it's made it makes changes and I think that's really interesting yeah. what, what do you think makes a good influencer what what sets somebody apart as oh we want to use that person for our brand is it just oh for for brand work I think yeah you've got to just keep it keep it clean and commercial and, yeah. but that was the same as you know like there'll be big TV girls that are a little bit they're great for the male online and they're very famous mm. um, but they won't be doing like the big brand stuff. They use the surf girls, like you know yeah. Emma Willis's and things like that, like the surf commercial girls. Whereas the probably the more fun ones they wouldn't <laughs> use, and they don't get over the line. Mm. But I think social media has just made those people with a personality be able to come through a bit more. How often do you find yourself? Do you ever well? Do you ever find yourself feeling like oh, I've got to try, kind of change the um, the content that I put out for because the brands might want some, something slightly different, like. You just keep your eye on it and then yeah. you just see what, like, like my daughter's 11, so she's really, like, on the trends. She's like, we've got to do this. Okay. Like, no, that is so embarrassing. Mom. <laughs> and, like, makes me look at it different. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just being open to it, isn't it? And yeah. What, seeing just, what works. It definitely helps being around younger people, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you said, with your, your assistant. And then, so I've got, my little brother's, like, 19. And I kind of feel like as long as I'm always tuned in to what he's into, yeah, I'll always yeah. be okay. But that's I mean? cool. Like, how cool? Yeah. Like, like, the kids are running it now. Yeah. Not yeah. like stiff, old, yeah. rich white men no, that exactly. were like running everything for yeah. so long. Can we speak about um, X Factor? Yes. Lou. So you worked, were you. What series did you come in as a... So were you a stylist and I was a hair? Hair, I was on the hair team. Yeah. Mm. When you sort of work in fashion, it was so like, that will like damage your brand or you just don't, you don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I think if so the head hairdresser said that like two or three different people had said, oh, like Lou, Lou would love to do that. So I ended up going and doing it and Leona Lewis had just won. And then what would happen was I was makeup too, so... I would go, they would want one person and probably someone quite junior because they didn't want to pay anything to go and do the tour. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. they would, we would go and do like arenas with like the final eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I used to do the tour and I would generally pick up a couple of signings from doing the tour because you do everyone's hair. Yeah. Every day. Then quite often they'll prefer you to. I, like with One Direction, I think they could get the biggest hairdresser in the world. I've just done it every day. Yeah. I just yeah. find it weird when someone else did it. Yeah. And so I just wedged my way in. <laughs> and then so. did they take you on as their permanent? Yeah. So, well, actually, in the beginning was when I had my daughter. So um, they had did have a few different people 
um, in the beginning and I just didn't want to travel and then they just started looking after all of us. That was how, sort of how that happened. Oh, wow, okay. Because they were just getting more and more successful. I think it was really important to them. They just had people they were comfortable with. Yeah. Which you'll probably have this, like people you work with, you can work with people who are great at what they do, but you've got to be around them all the time. And then things will get a bit niggly. It's a different thing, yeah. and especially... Yeah. It's because... Look, my uh, mother-in-law's a hairdresser. Yeah. And she always says I'm like a, I'm like a social therapist. worker. Yeah, like yeah. a therapist. Yeah. Full therapist. Yeah. And like one will come in the chair yeah. and then they'll tell you everything what the other one's done. And then the other one comes in and says like their thing, but yeah. they know they're getting it through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. use you. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, look, so say my mother-in-law's a hairdresser yeah. and it's, she says she's like a therapist. And that's mm-hmm. just to these, that's just to these retired women. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, the same shit yeah. yeah but then you've got these so you would have saw One Direction go from just four lads to this global and were you there for the whole yeah but because nearly all of my clients I worked with like that and had them before they were famous mm-hmm. there's I haven't done many celebs that were already famous yeah like because it's really different going in a room and working with somebody like that and actually Someone was trying to get me to go do Brad Pitt's hair a couple of times, and I bottled it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just wouldn't fucking do it. I suppose you've like you would have known them from when they were just like normal guys that are yeah. sort of just doing a show and hoping that this will go as well as it will go for them. And because they knew I was there, then yeah, they won't. They won't gonna... be like yeah, yeah. change not, all, No, and so with it, I mean, so before them, I did Ollie Murs and Stacey. So it's like everyone from before they were famous, so they would never be of mm. like. Probably other would if it was someone yeah. who met them when they were, so treat them completely differently. Yeah. So if you've got down to earth talent, then they want to keep that. It's quite important to them. Yeah, yeah you can totally see that, can't you? Like, like some boxers, they have their trainer from when they were a kid all the way through because yeah. they they just know them so well. And they've got you've got a bit of authority over them as well with stuff like that. Whereas someone new coming in just doesn't have that, and they, I think they really need that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have people you wanted to win when you're on the X Factor? Like, I hope this person gets through. I hope this person gets knocked out. <laughs> well, they would like. They would sometimes like give us like little things, sort of saying like they wouldn't want them to look as good as them, oh, interesting. or whatever. Like they yeah. would use that stuff to to sort of, or they would they would want us to like create the transformation when they wanted the transformation for their story oh, you know sure, like yeah. very produced yeah. and yeah, like yeah. we'd sort of have to be a part of that it's like that yeah. bit in all the american films where like the the geeky girl takes the bubble out takes her glasses off shakes her hair out and yeah. she's suddenly yeah. stunning see it's got to happen at the right time you've got to do that at the right that moment you want. yeah yeah, yeah. How, how much, just on that um what changes for you guys how, how would you go like more i don't know do you go like more glam or they want to like sort of go more like uh, so with so, so for example someone like Susan Boyle yeah. what was amazing about that story yeah. was that she looked like who she was and yeah. where she was from mm. and then she sang and that voice came out so yeah. making her come out all glam wasn't then was that going to work yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so but really a, a, like a lady like that coming into like all girls in girl bands and stuff like that, mm. they want what they want yeah. and they're like excited to get yeah. their hair done and their makeup yeah, done and it sort of look like that. So you're sort of navigating what us as like creatives and hairdressers would want to do versus what production want you to do. Yeah, that's so versus interesting. Versus what the contestant wants, which I, I, is probably the last yeah, person, yeah. but they yeah. have to feel like they're the first. Yeah, yeah if, so if you're like a Matt Cardle, 
his things he's like a trades he's a painter decorator yeah and that's what's going to get him votes that's what's going to get the public yeah. endearing you know he's an endearing guy so you can't put him in a tux and slick back hair week one it's, it, that's a journey yeah. the, the viewer's got to go on isn't it with us yeah, yeah. it's dead yeah. interesting yeah. As, um, you ever had somebody that's just got their own mad ideas what they want and you've just got to they all they all want what they want yeah <laughs> So like all the girls would just want more hair, longer hair, yeah. and they just can't all look the same. So it was like mm. they'd always send me in to deal with like a girl band yeah. and like get it all together for the good of the group. And like as well, so when you take a band over to America, like Little Mix or whatever, they then, like girls are so glam here and it's such mm. a huge trend, whereas in America it's completely different. So you have to change it all up. And the girls have to feel comfortable with looking completely different, which they don't. I, I've never thought about that, but obviously, if, of course, it's a thing because you go America, to a different country. Yeah, America's America's going to be totally so different, difficult, right? yeah. And that's a big place to crack. I think you know most people would love to be able to break America, and then before you know it, you know that the size of America is huge. So that the opportunity there is, would be massive if you get it right, right? Yeah. Well, what's happened now, though? So before, like when I was first in the industry, it was like years would be spent mm. on cracking America and working with like the labels and things like that whereas now because of social media yeah. everything's mm-hmm. international really oh, yeah, okay. like if it's gonna land yeah. it's gonna land and, and you've it's, got the it, insights you just mentioned insights you can literally see you can see we can yeah. sell tickets there we can and sell the artists there. the artists can sort of they've got to do it themselves rather than having these marketing teams mm. in the different regions doing it but that at least it puts the power back on them you know so you're going into the um, sort of the girl bands I think for any anyone, like if you're going to have your hair and makeup done and or, you know that sort of thing, that's if you're not feeling happy about that, like uh, what, so and you're about stressful. to go on, on on stage and perform and you know you're on live TV or whatever, like wh- what's that like for you? If you say, "Oh no, we're going to do your hair like this," and they're like, "No, I want it like that," like how do you navigate it's that? Just sort a neg- of yeah, it's just a negotiation. Yeah, that they're probably not going to win, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's hard because it's like the ones that do. Um, fall into line mm. are going to progress yeah and they're going to get cut so quick when they're not yeah um and you can sort of see them doing what's going to lose them their opportunity really? and you don't want wow. them to to be behaving like that but they're sticking up for themselves and yeah and there was it was so huge like when i think about it now I remember jedward yeah yeah there was it was mad like the girls waiting outside the house for them for Jedward yeah really? Christ in the wrong ma- game here it was mad <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
burrow.com slash ACAST. You're then on tour with One Direction and that just must have been, that is, that's as close as you can get to the Beatles, isn't it, in terms of just yeah, hysteria. So like, yeah, so what, what I was saying about social media, I think what happened with them, it would be really difficult for that to happen again because mm. it was it was really parallel to Instagram blowing up mm. and people getting so obsessed with, you know, artists and things like that. And also now talent are really, you know, it's like it's circulated what yeah. they post, whereas then they would just post, I would post them, <laughs> they would put, you know, we'd yeah, all yeah. just be posting so much shit. Yeah. Whereas now management, I wouldn't do that as a professional and yeah. management wouldn't allow it and the talent wouldn't like it. And yeah. And it's all, but that's that's not really what it's about. And I think mm. their timing was what made them so in. Oh, they were like fucking cool, and their songs were absolute bangers. And then at the same time, having that, I think it just made it so huge, and it would be really hard to replicate. Just it legit now. great pop songs, yeah, like proper. Like, there were some bangers on yeah, there. Yeah, proper. There how, how did the the guys cope with it? Because it's such a life you can't even imagine. Mm. Because nothing prepares you for that, does it? If you're like a... No. A, like, I always remember Zane in the... Um, like, he did auditions... Because he all went auditions individuals, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And then they made him dance, and he got up, upset. Because mm-hmm. he's just a lad from Bradford. He's not... He, he's like, I want to fucking want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, none of them wanted to dance. Yeah. And yeah. I think they were very good at knowing what... They were quite cool. Yeah. And... They weren't really. They were. They they managed to get through. I think they did a bit of dancing on the live shows. Yeah. Um. But their management did really listen. And I give props to their management actually because. And I think their management gets so much shit as if they were, you know, put in these positions or whatever. And actually, what I saw, and I'm so big on mental health and, you know, people being looked after in the industry and stuff I've seen. And actually, their management were were really really good with that stuff yeah. and really listen to them and I think that together they created something a little bit more modern as a boy band by yeah. them saying we don't want to dance and we're not going to do that and all of the others were still sort of just fitting that mold to what would happen at a label which I'm sure happens with you guys who go oh that worked and it went huge so take that or whoever yeah. mm. that worked so we're going to replicate it and you have to do that because that what worked, that's what the yeah. audience want well, it, well no it worked for them but that's yeah. not that's not us yeah, yeah. and it's, so the, they were very good at doing that it's the same with comedy as well you know you, you see you, the office and then for years everyone was trying to make shows yeah. like the office yeah until someone else comes along and i feel like one direction yeah just got it right yeah. at, at the right time didn't they and then like you say, social media was blowing up at the same time. Everyone's on Instagram, like mm-hmm. messaging, like where's the hotel they're going to be at. And then before yeah. you know it, it's, that sort of message spread so much quicker. So I imagine so that it was yeah, the hype yeah, could explode. The hype would just absolutely yeah. explode. Yeah. And you know what's that like turning up to you know a hotel or leaving a hotel with those guys? Or it's like, funny, like what what it would feel like. It would feel like it was really. It would feel like it's worse than it was because mm. wherever we were there was a really condensed... It was like a condensed area of One Direction fans because we were there because the gig was there the yeah. next night yeah, yeah. and they were all in that place mm. from anywhere, anywhere near. Mm. So it sort of felt for a couple of years like that was the what world. it was like in the real world. Yeah, yeah. and and it it was more for the boys, but even for us, yeah. like we would just get chased. Like anyone, anything to do with them, 
would just get chased into or like my little girl was like two or three so she's like waddling about the lobby and just being a kid or whatever and like girls want to talk to her and I'd never like I never liked that don't talk to strangers thing like you don't I don't want her to Mm. be scared of people or I want her to talk to them and just not like not put fear into her it's uh, but that must have been at such a size where like people would know who you are one direction yeah. fans would they know there's well that was that. social media too wasn't it so anyone so there would be the sisters mm. all the girlfriends um the mates like um yeah hair and makeup like we all saw all the families yeah like everybody everybody knew who everybody mm. was anything to do with them yeah so they would just have more to feed off and then get more obsessed with them. And did they cope with it? Did, did, did the guys cope with... Well, I think when I think when they split up, I think everyone was ready to, you know, have some time. Yeah. Do the things they wanted to do because there was opportunities for all of us and the boys yeah. to do what they wanted to do. Mm. Um, so I think, I mean, we lost one, like mm. the five became four about a year before. Yeah. Um, so... That would suggest it wasn't coping. Yeah, I think there'd be one. I think there'd be a reunion one day. Do you? I'd love this reunion. That would, really, the, the, it's my dream. The, 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 the when would you get involved if they said hello? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that'd be mad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was there a time when when it was all all five and did could you feel it in the room a bit that maybe things were going to end sort of soon or things were like sort of bubbling up like sort of it, it didn't end like that though it yeah. was so it was all very like there was a. It was a business plan, yeah, um, and and everyone kind of knew that's what was happening okay. for a couple of years. Whether they properly broke up or that was when the big break was going to be, mm. um, nobody knew. But they knew that was coming, and okay. there would be, and it was it was a strategy. It wasn't like a there wasn't some big drama and a big blow up, and everyone went home mm. in a mood, and no one knew what was happening. It worked as notice, basically. Yeah. Okay, fine. And you know, like a, a tour. So when I I did a tour this year, it's probably similar numbers. I imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. One Direction. Stuff. I can see you on yeah. tour. Yeah, you did, man. Hackney. So when a comedian does a tour, they they might do Glasgow and Edinburgh, and then they might go home for a couple of days, mm. and you're just travelling by yourself. Mm. Not whereas imagine that it's 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 tour buses, jets. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are involved in something like that as well? Well, what we did was we were like, okay, we're going away for five weeks. Wow. It was stressful thinking we were going away for five weeks. And we sort of didn't really come home for five years because it just was like, that's gone sick. Like, let's add some, or oh, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And then it just grew. And then, um, you know, there'd be, you'd know there was a chunk of time off coming there. You'd know there was a chunk of time off coming there. So every now and again, or like if the boys were recording, then we would get time off. Mm. And then they needed time off come so we sort of have more time off do you know what I mean yeah um but then it got so crazy they would be recording as we were touring and then we we're promoing as we were touring wow. and then so that the time off was full time off and what, what's your day to that day there Lou you get in I did the least out of everyone so the lads just are going out we're going out for a meal tonight night off Luke they, w- and- they just wouldn't come into our makeup for that no it's not it's that's <laughs> taking the piss isn't it going into- they just yeah so if, if you work for like someone like the big women and and things like that then they they would want that. Yeah, glam I'm mean, not exclusively women, but like they were, they were very like they were lads. They just didn't care about it. So yeah. it was like I'd be getting them in the grooming chair, mm. getting them groomed, getting them as you know, getting them to do it, rather than 
them sort of begging for it. Yeah. So it was always like as little time as possible. So you just... end up doing like all the crew <laughs> and PAs yeah. and stuff because there's like they're on the road and need yeah. their haircut. Oh yeah. And we were all like a family and there was mm. loads of us. But yeah, by the time it was stadiums, there was a lot of there was a lot of people on the road. You you can't ever forget, you know, these stadiums. It's I always think this like when you see somebody, especially like one person playing a stadium, yeah, you think it's you that's got to do it. Yeah, it's it, it's all just a thing, but it's you. Yeah. You're the one person. I was the hairdresser. It was never me. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. But I get it with like through the people. Like it's me. Yeah, it's yeah. everything down to me. I could just not go on. You get like an intrusive thought. I might just go. <laughs> you, they must get that. You must get that. But people will be looking forward to you know. Your your night for and months, and then also months, for like years. those One Direction tickets <laughs> that would have happened for for a long time. Yeah, so yeah, you that like pressure got to is every single night you've got to be bang on it. And like you said, like that you've got you went away for five weeks. What you thought was going to be five weeks, and then you it turns out to be five years. Mm. Like that is a that is crazy. It's like Charles Bronson, isn't it? almost every <laughs> doing. He's only doing ninety days. Not been out of prison yet. Has he? It's just like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did they ever chat to you over, oh, tonight I could really do with a night off? Sort of, but it just didn't... You, they weren't going to pull a show. No. Like, everyone, which is why I, I was there for so long, was, like, buzzing off it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How can you not be the... Yeah, the, the, like, Achieve beyond the world. Yeah, dreams and like and, I say, like, management were very good at saying, we can't burn them out. Yeah. Because then we've got nothing. Yeah, yeah that's it. It all so, falls down with them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they, they were looked after and... And we all were so well looked after. Mm. So it meant you could keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think like a lot of management or a lot of talent will burn out and then mm. or it turns into a different kind of lifestyle, which can get quite dark. And I suppose yeah. just from a technical point, they're sharing the vocals, aren't they? It's not yeah. like Adele, she's got to hammer out every note. The vocals are split. Yeah. So you're, yours, you are like, you're going out and that's so much pressure on you. But when there's four of you and your mates, yeah. uh, even when they're doing the X Factor live shows, what always struck me was how solid they were. Liam would just, it's so dependable, his vocal. They were good singers. Yeah, so so dependable. And then Harry would come in and the others. And it used to be like um, McFly. Tom would like do the first verse. (laughs) Then when Danny's voice come in, I used to get goosebumps. <laughs> we actually had them come on tour with us for a bit. Oh, really? I was fangirling oh, wow. a bit over that. Really? So Hanson was like, I was over Hanson how one, fans were over One Direction. Wow. So I was like, so I remember it was my 30th when we were on tour and I was like, so to Harry, like, I just want Hanson to come and play if you did want to do anything for a surprise. That's, <laughs> my, that's my dream. Just drop that in there. Yeah. And they were like, um, yeah, he did get a prize for it and it was mental. It was like really expensive, and so he's like, "We'll we'll invite them to a show." Mm. So we got to like Tulsa, which is where Hanson are from, and <laughs> they brought all their kids. Like the thing is with One Direction was anyone in the world, whether it was like Barack Obama or like Eminem, like everyone in the world, their kids wanted to come to One Direction. So yeah. you'd have like insane people at the shows, <laughs> yeah. and like I would never care. And then Hanson come in, yeah. and I'm like, 
And I was just a geek like this with my phone, trying to film him over my shoulder. Like, what are you doing? You're looking over Obama's shoulder. Yeah, Lottie Lottie was like, what are you doing? Just go and talk to him. I was like, I can't. (laughs) Like, I fell apart. And like, I was like pushing Lux over to go and talk to his daughter. (laughs) And in the end, I just made friends with his wife and she was really nice and she still invites me to go and watch them when they come. Do you you ever miss being on tour, Lou? Or you kind of, I imagine that's such an all-encompassing experience. You Mm. must be quite happy to... I like being at home. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I appreciated it all, and I was very lucky, it was just so in the right position at the right time, and Mm. I'm still riding it in a way with what I do. Like, I still feel like, you know, when you feel like you're blagging it, someone's someone's going to figure figure you out. And so that was sort of like part of the community. It's like, well, we've got to do it. This is fucking amazing. No one gets this. Yeah. And like, I just had a baby and. You know, I missed all like, my friends and family's weddings and things like that. And it was a bit like at times you could be like, I just want to go home, like, you mm-hmm. know. But it was so amazing. And then, and then because I had a lot of followers and brands wanted to pay us a lot of money to do next to nothing, I was like, I'm not going to travel anymore. Looks at school, I'm going to be a mum, I'm going to mm-hmm. do some of this Instagram thing. And then it all turned into influencer trips. Yeah. All the brands wanted yeah. us on yeah. trips, so we were like on tour again. So me and Lottie were like, this is sick, like Revolver flying us in business class. We thought we were going back to economy <laughs> because we haven't got the lads anymore. Yeah. And then now they're flying us to Mexico and oh, we haven't even got to do anyone's hair when we get there. Yeah. And um, just got to be there. Yeah, we've just got to go there and yeah. wear the talent. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> and but, do, you, do you always feel that good about it, Lou? Or do you ever think, do you, does it ever feel hollow the influence and stuff do you ever feel like you know you, you, when you're doing your your hair your, your mm-hmm. hairstyle that's mm-hmm. such a talent and a, you know not many people I never can felt do. like that deep about that either <laughs> oh really <laughs> but do you, do you ever when you're influenced like, oh, I could be doing without this because as good as something is everybody has days where you're like oh, I can't really be um, I've got to go to fucking Arby for a villa next week well, yeah, I do that. So I remember me and Lottie, we were once in the Maldives and we were just being <laughs> such whinging little bitches. <laughs> and we were like, oh, can someone just get us a golf buggy because that water villa is so far down the <laughs> And we're like, what are we fucking saying? Like, <laughs> listen to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and sometimes when you're around the other ones, you can see how they're being and it's like quite a good, like, you need to check yourself because yeah. that's yeah. what she sounds like. It's yeah. so mad how quickly you'll get like yeah, yeah, and we sort of check each other on yeah. it. Mm. And, you know, like even just things like not drinking, that came from be- keeping it professional or like mm. being on time. So like I was part of, I wasn't the talent. So if they tell us the bus is going at eight, then we come down at 20 to eight. You don't yeah. come down yeah. at eight. You definitely don't come past at t- 10 past eight. Yeah. yeah. Whereas some of these girls are strolling down at like yeah. the influencers or they've come off Love Island or whatever and they just come down at half eight and leave everyone waiting. And I'm yeah. always like you can't do that you know and but it's just that's come from i've come from you come from the other side yeah yeah so it makes you more grateful for it i never really i'd never feel like fuck this yeah Yeah. do you um you've got a retirement plan lee what would you how how long do you think i'm happily retired retired now done yeah i've only come here to do this week yeah well this is your payday this 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 should set you up This would be a couple of hundred yeah. more followers, I think. Yeah. No, in with COVID, right? I was like, without getting too dark, I think wherever I had like my own anxiety or like um, stuff going on, I felt like it was down to men or and like heartbreak. That was why I felt like that, or mm. trauma and some like couple of bad things that happened, mm. and that's why I felt like that. And actually. 
had a couple of bad batches just before COVID of all of it. Mm. But then not having to go away and just being at home with my daughter, I actually didn't have any anxiety whatsoever, even with all of that stuff completely exploding in my Mm. life. Mm. And I think it made me realise, like, I was in a hustle and I was travelling when I didn't want to go leave my daughter or be away. And do you know what I mean? It just made me like, I need to... I've done that. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. And I need to change things so that I'm mm. happy. It's yeah. about your time and your yeah, yeah. lifestyle, isn't it? Definitely. And, be, and being happy and yeah. your, your mental health. It's Nothing's that important, you know. Is yeah. it like my, um, I always remember Mickey Flanagan used to have a great joke about um, Gordon Ramsay. You know, Gordon Ramsay's shouting. And he's <laughs> like, mate, we're doing a bit of dinner. <laughs> and it's just like uh, that, but that's it. And then my mate, yeah. my best mate, Ami works in a works in like a sandpaper factory. But he's like head of maintenance. If anything goes wrong at the sandpaper factory, he's got to go and sort it. And it can feel like the most important thing in the world. They'll just go, "We're making sandpaper. It's yeah. if it's down for an hour, it's down for an hour. You know I mean, let's, <laughs> let's chill out." But it's right in it. That's yeah. the world doesn't stop turning. Yeah, yeah. no, completely. Mm. We've got some um, style-based questions for you, you Lou. Yeah. For, from, from you? Yeah. From, well, from me and Connor, yeah. yeah. Obviously, so, we're both solid eights, would you say, Connor? <laughs> Eight and a half, you said to me. Well, yeah. Since so, the haircut. Yeah. I half, actually yeah. once found a One, a one Direction hair, so that was very Josh. Oh, wow. I sent you it. Oh, Harry? Oh, yeah. No. Liam? Yes. Wow. Really? Babe, it wasn't yeah. a Harry. I know you wish it was, but it, was, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, I wish it was, yeah. It was <laughs> when Liam wanted hair like Harry's. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh, that's your oh, hair. No. He took a picture of Harry in. <laughs> just <laughs> have it like him, please. Yeah, yeah. I do that in the bubble all the time. Eh? What? Like what is some um, for for men? What's a general rule? Should we be like? Oh yeah, just keep because you're always well groomed, kind of like this. You've got a nice line there. Had um, yeah, he's got cleaner lines than you. Yeah, but that's deliberate. Yeah, I went to a. I've grown these out. I've grown out the eyebrows more than Josh's. You've got a strong brow. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? But yeah. It's great. We had a. I went to a Turkish barber in Australia, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I just shave this down." They put this line in. I looked absolutely yeah, ridiculous. I, can I was, imagine I was like, "This is not working not the right." Or like as soon, it's, yeah. It's like I don't even. I'm, so I actually got in trouble for this one. So I was, um, I was doing an interview for some, like it was something like Vogue or something like that when I was grooming the boys, and that's that 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 well, song. that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. Like instead of, yeah. It, I mean, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and they were doing this thing about um, like male grooming. That's what the article's about. And I was talking about how um, they. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> You've got a filthy mind, <laughs> right? And I was talking about like how a lot of guys will like overpluck their brows or mm. whatever. Um, and the boys just always just wanted to look like lads. Yeah. Um, and not look done. And I still get shit for saying that. From on Instagram, so I get what really not badly trolled. So that because it's been taken as if I wasn't letting them be themselves if they did want to wear, if they wanted to look more feminine. Oh, yeah. It got taken like I was forcing them. Not... However, I said it. Yeah, um, it got taken. I was, I was trying to say it's in like that's what they wanted. Yeah, and what you're you saying know? by lads, you're not. That's not like a gender thing. It's like, a, like the lads, like as if they're at home with their mates, like normal 
a guy on the street. Is that what they meant by that? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's yeah, yeah. sort of what I meant. Rather than and, and actually like stripping all that stuff back for sort of male, you know, beauty sort of thing. Yeah. Stripping all that stuff back, um, and I and I, I still get trolled for it wow. quite a lot. And how many years? That must have been like a decade ago. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. People are crazy. Yeah. yeah, so it get yeah. it can get it can get quite heated talking mm. about like gender specific. Um, hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah. it's it's ever changing, isn't it? Same with you know, with most things, things are ever, ever changing. You can only just a- approach it with kindness and hope for the better. You know, not everyone's going to say the right thing all the time, are they? You know, it's... no. And I th- and what we found as well is where, um, I, and as a brand, so I have a tanning brand. Yeah. Um. So like, where girls will tan, will put too much tan on, then that's problematic. Yeah. And so we've had to educate ourselves on that whole that whole issue because we'd never even heard of it. Mm. Like having followers like that teaches you that there was there wouldn't have been anybody else. Like we've had DNI consultants in and things like that. Nobody else is going to teach us that. It mm. comes from l- trying to listen to your audience. Did you take your daughter on tour with you? Right. Mm-hmm. What What is that like? As a as she a was mum. just so spoiled, yeah. and <laughs> so I had to be stricter. Okay. But I'm quite strict on her. Okay. But people just hadn't seen like a kid because it was just all adults, and they were all missing their kids. So we'd just be like, let's uh, give it yeah. sweets and like buy it toys, and she just had everything. And it stressed me out because yeah. I just mm-hmm. thought she was one of them horrible kids that has everything. Yeah. And I remember she used to go in the dressing room and they'd just try and give her sweets. Like one of the lads used to be like, do you beat her? Because <laughs> she just won't even take the sweets. And I'm going, I won't tell your mum. We can just, she just have it in secret. She's like, I'm not going to. Yeah. She's just really good. And um, and I just had to do all of that, like sitting like, well, you will eat it or we're going to sit here until you've eaten it. And I'm thinking, I need to go and do some hair. But we're yeah. sat in Kirtwin and I'm like, I'm not going. And she's like, so then yeah. you know when they're calling mm. your bluff and they know yeah. Yeah. that you've got about she would know I've got about dang so I've got to go and work and we'd still be sat there in Kirtland and people would be <laughs> walk past and we're still sat there because I'm too stubborn with her they, they do know in it when you say I'll, I'll leave you here then like, go on then you, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, it was it was good we were just like we're gonna go with it if it works if it's difficult more for mm. everyone else I felt like it was gonna be stressful for everyone mm. so sometimes I'll see these mums and they've got like their buggy and loads of stuff and it's all a fuss whereas I always felt like I didn't want to be a fuss and everyone had to not yeah. really think we were mm. there Yeah, and I'd just walk out with my toddler and my phone and just be like we'll just figure it out whatever she needs Yeah, and then so it's and she wouldn't have a routine or whatever like okay. most mums have their routine did she miss any school or was it before she was no at, she yeah. didn't miss any yeah. it, okay. it literally timed that summer mm. yeah, we stopped my um, so my wife's sister was in like a girl band, like she got plucked out of school, gone this girl band when she was like sixteen. So there's like a, the GCSEs there, and it's a mad, such a mad experience for a sixteen year old just from nowhere, yeah, to be like having the hair and makeup done, like even even going to London yeah. and doing these gigs, and it was uh, it's mad. But yeah, the space she basically didn't do a GCSEs because no. that was the only window of opportunity for this girl group. Mm-hmm. And they just made oh well. We're gonna, what girl group was it? They were called the Love Bites. So they were like um, were they musicians? They um, <laughs> they had instruments. They had instruments. Yeah, yeah you told me about that. Yeah, I think. yeah, they had, they had instruments. So it was kind of they tried to be the the female busted. That's yeah. what the record yeah. label signed them as. But yeah, that's interesting. She had to do a thing where remember Donny Tourette. Yeah. She had to walk through a he night. Used to club. hang out in Camden. I think I've seen him on Raya. 
<laughs> she used to she had to walk through a nightclub holding hands with him oh really to kind of generate a bit of interest and speculation and did it did that not make it take off no believe it no because yeah. he went in Big Brother didn't he he was in Big Brother yeah he was famous on Buzzcocks kind of wasn't yeah, he yeah, yeah. I, I'm fascinated by this Raya you can go on Raya your wife would be pissed off but you can go on Raya just for friends but that's come on man they're oh, all yeah. cheat. they're just yeah. cheaters yeah, yeah. That's like sometimes when... I start lecturing them <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, if you match with them. For fun. <laughs> well, so I'll tell them on, off. Just for friends. Yeah, uh, but, but they're cheating. But it's so then I let them try, and then I tell them off. I see what you mean. Uh, wait, so hang on. So you can... What do you mean? So is, is there another, like, you can yeah, click a tab Yeah, you can go only. on just for friends. So they basically have started it. So I want to make like some really fit friends. Business, <laughs> op- business opportunities, because there's a lot of industry people on there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it obviously just makes it so that people in relationships can be on it. Wow, you get caught cheating. It's a business opportunity, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck me, Connor. (laughs) What a... Wow, that was great. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. What a life, man. We just get so lucky with our guests, don't we? Yeah, so giving, weren't you, Lotel? Yeah. There's loads of stuff there. Imagine being on tour one day. You can't even comprehend what that would be like. No, I mean... What's it like when you go on tour? Oh, man. well, you've seen me, mate. Yeah, you've seen yeah, how I've... it gets. It's just like the hysteria yeah. around, do you know what I mean? Just like the staff, like, whoa, are you, yeah. you just, should you be in there? Should you, you on tonight? I'm like, yes, yeah. God, I'm My name's tonight. on the list. Yeah, yeah, just like chaos, do you know what I mean? People trying yeah. to get in. I saw you with... Uh, trying to get out as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you sort of have like two beers and that afterwards. <sighs> I've mobbed. Yeah, yeah, mobbed by my friends and family who were invited along. Yeah, probably for the free drinks on the side. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was great, man. No, it was really enjoyed it. Really good, and it's such a different. You know, uh, you and I have said before, this is such a different world that we yeah. don't know anything about influencing and and those like major world tours. Not yet, anyway. But do you think you could influence anything, Connor? Oh you could? no, mate. It's not. It's just not my bag whatsoever. Yeah. What about you? Because we were saying obviously before, weren't we like, if you're an influencer, yeah, you, you know, you're basically your business, aren't you? And yeah. What would you sell stuff? I think we could sell a. I think we could sell something on this podcast. Yeah, certainly. Sort of merch, merch based. I think, yeah. but also practical. A practical element to it. Yeah, well, uh, that's, that would be natural for this. I think. I'd love a tea towel, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love a tea towel. You know, look at primary school. Yeah, where every person in your class would draw a picture of themselves. Yeah, and get points for a tea towel. Look, all the parents would feel obliged to buy. Yeah, no matter how <laughs> awful the picture was. Yeah. I am. Um, I remember I did a picture of myself at the tea towel. Yeah, I'll bring it. I'll put it on the the, the page. Yeah, put it on the Twitter. On I'm, the social. I'm just. I'm, I've got. <laughs> I've got my school uniform on with a pair of Puma Kings. <laughs> no, Puma King football boots. <laughs> did you have a pair as well? Or was it just the? No, like, I had manifest- some. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't wear them to school. No, though, yeah, but uh, but yeah, very heavily brand- branded. As well. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get one of them going. We're going to get uh, draw a little picture oh, of nice. all of yeah. our guests. Yeah, and we're going to sell it on a, an end of season. Uh, Tea towel. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we should? Um... You wet the end of that and whip a loved one. <laughs> yeah. Bit of cheeky fun in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always. I, the only time I really ever used a tea towel is because I've not done enough dishes to do the dinner I'm about to do. So then I, I, I sort of have to do the frying pan, and then I'm, I've just, I've just cleaned it, and now I'm drying it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not. You're I not. Don't, dri- I don't. You, you've not done your. You've yeah. not done your prep early enough. Yeah. I've, I, you know, I hate doing that. Yeah, I hate cleaning a dirty pan to then use again. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel, there's something about the time between 
sort of cleaning it and just leaving it in the yeah. in the drying room. I mean, if this doesn't, if there's not a, a rush to the, sh- the store <laughs> after this, <laughs> it feels like they, you know the adverts when the podcast of like you're trying to sell something, yeah, but yeah. they're being paid to do so. <laughs> this is just massively no interest, and we're still doing it. To this <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get some of them, mate, don't we? Yeah, that would be nice. So check that out on our page. Check it out on uh, the the socials. All the socials. And, uh, subscribe. Yeah, please. subscribe, and we'll see it. Leave it. Oh, you can leave a review. Is the thing we never say. Oh yeah, every podcast I always listen to always says leave five stars. It really helps us out. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. it feels like we should say that. I want I want honest feedback. Yeah, I'm not I'm not bothered about the five stars. I want like a really solid four. Yeah, as long as we grow as people, that's all it's yeah. about. I uh, people say this about my comedy, like my friends and that. Yeah. Like, I say I'm at this gig, like, oh, I'll come and support. Well, no, no, don't come. If you come, yeah. come because you want to come. Yeah. Don't come to support. <laughs> Do you know? It's completely the wrong attitude to bring to want to be there. Yeah. Don't just say, oh, well, I went to your gig the other night. You know, now it's your turn to walk the dog. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I've, a conversation I've never had in my life. Yeah. So uh, yeah, sign up. <laughs> sign up. Puck her up. Puck her up. And yeah. see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.